don't know what to say. What to say? Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode here on the Vocal Analysis Series. My name is Ivan, I'm a voice teacher from Down Under in Australia. And on this show, we're aiming to demystify the process of learning how to sing. Because let's face it, learning how to sing can feel confusing, it can feel challenging. Uh, and when you're jumping on YouTube, there could be a lot of resources. So I wanted to make it as easy as possible for you. Today, we will be checking out Daryl Ong's beautiful rendition of Don't Know What To Do. And we'll be breaking it down and sharing some things that you can take away and action. These are things that I've picked up. These are things that I'm learning. And I'll be sharing some actionable advice for you along the way. So real quick, before we jump in, a little bit about Daryl Ong for some of you who aren't familiar. He is a Filipino singer and specializes a lot in R&B or kind of OPM, they call it, which is the music of the Philippines. And what characterizes a lot of his singing is, you know, smooth vocals and a lot of runs. This is something that I found really tricky going through uh, this performance. He does a lot of crazy, crazy runs. And so I'm no Daryl Ong, but I can share maybe some advice or some ideas on how to get started with those runs as well. By the way, team, if this content is up your lane, make sure to hit that subscribe button and hit that bell notification so you get access to these future episodes. And also, if you've got any performances that you want to suggest for the future, just drop it into the comments. I'd always check it out and I'd love to break it down for you. And finally, if you're enjoying some of the tips and some of the lessons from today's episode and you want more, you want something that's a bit more systematic, check out the link below. I've actually got a course called The Fundamentals of Singing, and this is designed to get you to the voice that you want step by step. So without further ado, let's dive straight into the very, very first verse. And let's just see what it is happening. 107.5 I have loved you only in my mind But I know that there will come a time You feel this feeling I have inside You're a hopeless romantic is what they say Falling in and out of love just like a play Memorizing each line I still don't know what to say to say nice cool so that is the very very first verse now a couple of things that i've already noticed is it's a very very beautiful song very very beautiful song and one of the things that sticks out to me when daryl is singing this is his ability to sing legato now basically what this means is smooth phrasing and the ability to go between words without having to cut of your words. I find that especially for a lot of people when they're first learning how to sing, being able to sing legato is a really, really important skill. For example, right here on this, you know, this line. Feel this feeling I have inside. You feel this feeling I have. When he's singing that, he's not going, you feel this feeling I have. Well, it's not very kind of choppy. It's very smooth. You feel this feeling I have inside it's really 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 smooth and so this is something that we want to incorporate a bit more into our singing now a little idea you can actually play with here a bit of a quirky one but you can actually try to sing through with just the vowel so instead of going you feel you kind of go hide. Now, I don't know if I was getting all the vowels, but the idea is you want to strip away the consonant because what that's going to allow you to do is it's going to allow you to focus on the vowel, which is where you're going to spend most of your time. If you notice yourself doing this, 
Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. If you notice yourself kind of starting and stopping, that means you're not singing legato. But if you can go, if you can just make sure that you're actually connecting all the vowels, that is a great sign that you're singing legato. And then, of course, you can then just bring the words back in. You feel this feeling I have inside. You can then just bring in that legato after that. So this is number one, making sure you're singing legato. Now, the second part that I found very, very interesting here is if you check out what Daryl Ong's mouth is doing. Feel this feeling I have inside. Even just this line and across the verse, he doesn't actually have to open his mouth a whole lot. Instead of going, you feel like you don't really have to open your mouth a lot here. You can actually keep it quite conversational. And the reason why this is really cool is it can allow your singing to have a bit of a smoother, more chill kind of sound. And you'll notice this is quite suitable for like pop or R&B. So rather than going, ah, like kind of opening your mouth all over, it's almost like you're just speaking through the words. This is actually something you can incorporate a lot into your singing already. And a way you can do this is just, you know, Speak through the words once. You feel this feeling that I have inside. Notice your mouth shape. Notice what's happening with your articulation. And see if you can kind of just sing through it. You feel this feeling I have inside. See if you can just bring that in. And boom, you get this really sweet, soft, conversational tone. So now moving on to the chorus. I don't know what to do whenever you to say my heart is floating in tears when you pass by I could fly every minute every second of the day I dream of you in the most special way you're beside me all the time all the time Okay, so that's a chorus, really, really beautiful section. Now, one of the things that I really, really want to emphasize here is check out the mouth shape. So right here on this line at 104. My heart is floating in tears. My heart is floating in tears. That top note on the word floating is actually an F sharp four. And for a lot of people, it is a challenging note to get to. It's kind of right, right, right around that kind of break zone for a lot of guys. But notice Daryl's mouth shape here. To say my heart is floating in tears. He doesn't even have to open it a lot. He doesn't have to go, my heart is fla. A lot of people learning how to sing will distort the vowel. They'll change it. They'll do all these kind of funny things to get that note out. But a little lesson we can take here from Daryl, and this is something I was exploring on my own, is just keep that mouth shape the same as how you might speak it. Especially right around here in your break area, you don't really need to open it a lot, lot more. So even if you were to speak it, my heart is floating in tears. My heart is floating in tears. My heart is floating in tears. And if you can get that legato feeling as well, my heart is floating in tears. You don't really have to do much. So then if you add your words in, my heart is floating in tears. Like when I'm singing through that, I don't have to open or do anything funky. What I'm doing here is I'm just keeping my mouth shape very, very conversational and relying on my support, relying on the resonance shift, relying on the ping to get there. This is what allows me to make these parts more conversational and also easier on my voice in terms of effort. 
By the way, team, if you're listening to me talking, you're like, what the heck is support? What the hell is this ping that Ivan is talking about? Or you just want a good refresher because they're such fundamental ideas to your singing. Check out my step-by-step -step course, The Fundamentals of Singing. I will show you step-by-step -step how to build these fundamentals of your voice. How do we start strengthening, stretching your voice and also being able to sing and sound much better. If you want more details, just check out the link in the description. And so coming back to the song, Daryl is not having to open his mouth a lot. This is what gives it that smoother kind of feeling. Now there's this other part that sounded really, really, really good. Right around here, 124. All the time. All the time. I really love this line and I was trying to break it down on my own. I was trying to figure out what he was doing there. One thing I did notice is Compared to the rest of the kind of parts he's singing, he's almost leaning a bit more into that kind of chestier, that kind of fuller kind of resonance. It's a bit more grounded. So instead of going, instead of going, all this time, which is quite maybe bland, you might say, all this time, it's almost like an additional feeling of like calling or yearning. And I found that really, really, really cool. This is something you can play around when you're adding it to your own song. Just leaning to a bit of that chest resonance, especially for notes that are quite comfortable for you. You can add some extra richness to your sound. Moving on to the second verse. Let's check it out. And I always will call it crazy, but I know someday you'll feel this feeling I have for you inside. I'm a hopeless romantic, I know I am Memorize all the lines and here I am Struggling for words, I still don't know what to say What to say Don't know nice. what to say Okay, so that is a verse 2 Now if I was to summarize verse 2 Two words here, subtle changes. And the reason why this is important is, especially when you're covering an original song, there's a couple of things you want to be thinking about. Obviously, you want to make it sound like you. You want to kind of add your own flair to it because otherwise you're just, you know, singing at the same song, right? But you also want to pay respect to the original because if you deviate too much from the original, sometimes it can sound messy. And often you'll notice people just be like, you know, the original is better. So how do we navigate this? How do we make sure that, you know, when you put out a cover, it's actually really good. Now, this is a strategy that I picked up from Devin, who is a friend of mine and also a contestant on American Idol. Now, what he shared is that when you are singing a cover of the song, you want to pay respect to the original artist in the first verse. And you do this by setting up the melody. You don't want to add too many flares. You don't want to add like crazy runs or anything that kind of, you know, you typically do. Keep it more simple and keep it more true to the original melody. But then when you've established the melody from the first verse or the first chorus, when you get to the second verse, this is where you can start adding your flavor, adding your own personal colors to make it sound more like you. And this is a cool strategy because you'll notice in the comment of this cover, a lot of people would say, wow, I really love the original and I love this cover as well. Daryl has chosen to do this intentionally. Now there's a lot of subtle changes that are sprinkled throughout this verse. Now I will just call out a few things that I have noticed because I think you can actually incorporate this into your own singing, but I'm sure there's more. So check out this one here on Inside. 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 
So there's a little run there that he does there, and he didn't do that in the first verse. This is something you can actually incorporate. Then there's also this little melody change right here on the word I. And then last but not least, right here at the end where he goes crazy. What to say? Pops up into his upper range and then adds a little run on, on there as well. Even if we were to compare it to the way he sang in the first one. Very different, very, very, very different. Now this is a very, very challenging phrase, even for myself, because what's happening here is he's popping up to the A4, crazy high note. Then he does a little run that sounds a bit like this. Now, how I would encourage us all to practice this, including myself, is break it down into the individual components. So number one, just see if you can hit that top note. Then you can get that run in as well. You can actually break this run down into four different parts. You got that first part? Da, da, da. Part two? Da, da, da. Part three? Da, da. Part four? Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. So then when you put it together, so I'm actually editing the episode at the moment and you never had that vocal take where you're like, wow, I'm actually not that much of a fan of this and I think I could do better. This is me right now. And so I've actually recorded some more takes and I'm like, gonna just slip them in awkwardly into this episode. So hopefully you guys enjoy. What, what to say, Close. It's close, but I think I need to do a bit more work to get it even cleaner, to make sure those, those parts in between are maybe a bit less strainy. But this is the process to breaking it down and getting into it as close as possible. Now, you don't need to sing like Daryl Ong, and I'm personally no Daryl myself, but you cannot deny that some of the things that he's doing is really, really cool, and we can take from it. We can learn from him by just breaking it down, dissecting it the way we're doing right here. Now, I'm going to skip chorus two because there's not really that much that happens here, and I'll go straight to the second half of the bridge. So if we go here, basically singing the melody here. What is that? Gosh, that is crazy. That is crazy. So now, um, even though it sounds intense or maybe sounds like there's a lot going on, it's quite similar to the, what we did on the word say. You can still apply the same process as what we did before. It's basically a different vowel. We're going to the or instead of the word say. And then as you're navigating between all those runs, you probably want to break it down as well because it is a slightly different run. But if you can slow it down, maybe try to figure it out on the piano, figure out what notes he is singing chunk by chunk. Now, if you don't know how to do this, I once again, I do share this in my course, The Fundamentals of Singing. I show you a process to train your ear so then you can listen to a voice and be able to break down what notes he is singing. If you find it challenging to figure out what notes he's singing, check out the course. I think it could really, really, really help. So that basically wraps up the instrumental. And then we go to the final chorus. Never you want near, don't know what to say. My heart is floating in tears. When you pass by, I can't fly. Every minute, every second of the day, dream of you in the most special way. You're beside me all the time. Time, all the time. 
nice. Nice. So once again, beautiful final chorus. And as you can tell, Daryl is really good in terms of agility. He's just, you know, dancing all over. So uh, what, what are some things that we can learn from this section? The first one, um, if you go to around 323, he kind of lives up in his upper range for a moment. Every minute, every second of Kind of doing this and dream of you in the most special way he's kind of if i was singing the octave below he's kind of staying on that note and then he comes down at the end now this can be a challenging phrase for some of us because you have to stay up there in your upper range and if you notice with daryl he's actually trying a bit harder to get there now what are some things that i've noticed uh, from daryl the key here with some of these high phrases that just live up there is he's not over articulating with his jaw. He's kind of just letting it hang. And this is gonna allow you to get through those passages easier and smoother. For example, every minute, every second of the day, I dream of you in the most special way. It is tricky even for myself, but what, what I found to be really helpful, especially the times I do get a cleaner, is I just let my jaw hang. I don't engage it, I don't let it over articulate or anything. And I rely once again on those fundamentals, the support and the ping to get me through that. For some of you, give it a try. If you can't hit it at the original key, that's okay. Bring it down a couple of keys. You can sing in the octave below. Start practicing this idea of not having to over articulate with the jaw or like over tense it already. That's gonna be a really, really cool skill to have. So apart from that, this brings us to the end of this vocal analysis. You know, Daryl is such an amazing singer. There's so much I can learn from him and hopefully you know, me sharing these ideas with you. There's something you've taken out of this lesson as well. So apart from that team, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Drop down in the comments if there's anything you would love for me to cover, if there's anything you would like for me to break down. And if you want to fast track your singing and improve even faster, check out some of the links in the description. Take care and I'll see you for our next episode.